Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Falling Down. I watched the second half of Falling Down. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. Speaking of Falling Down, I'm back. Yeah, Ethan was feeling a little ill. A little as ill, a little, little sick, A little bro. COVID-y. A little covid yeah, a little Rona-like. Yeah. Uh, but I'm back, fully recovered. Good. Um, And now we're back to our regular scheduled podcast. That's I hope you enjoyed right. that guest episode, if you were listening in order. But, uh, where we were the guests, which is interesting. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah. And I, hope you check that podcast out. Yes. Uh, and then we actually, so this movie was recommended to us by uh, Thomas from another podcast, one that we... Uh, had like shouted out a, mm-hmm. a while back it. Uh, called Almost Plausible. It's a very good podcast. Uh, I, I gave a few episodes. Actually, it's a quite a good podcast. The concept is like they come up with like a random um, like object. Like uh, one of my favorites is like a, a, a toilet brush or, you know, like chicken noodle soup. Mm-hmm. And uh, Thomas and then uh, the two other uh, co-hosts all pulled together pitch ideas and then the rest of the episode is they choose one of the ideas that were that was pitched and then write a full like movie based on that oh. uh, first second and third act it's very good i'd recommend checking it out and thomas recommended this movie uh falling down yeah. um i've always wanted to see it I've never even heard of this movie really no but oh. i didn't realize how prominent in pulp cult pop culture kind of is i mean it's not like massively prominent it's no yeah. it's no star wars but it's uh it's you know people watched it oh yeah people reference it i'd say it's things. pretty infamous like the idea of like a dude with a suitcase and like glasses going postal and shit mm-hmm. it's like pretty it's pretty recognizable and i feel like at the time too it was a pretty big film because i i read that like roger ebert said like this captured a very real like feeling amongst certain people in america like this yeah well this is in 97 right was it in 97 it was definitely late 90s it was late 90s when this came out yeah Um, and i remember watching the woodstock 99 documentary Mm. oh 93 excuse me this is a lot earlier yeah okay but you know it's during that time when um jobs are starting to get better you know Economy's looking up, blah blah blah. So mm. white people are like, "What? I got so, got to be something to be mad about." Right, right, right. But you know, it, no one in the news says anything's wrong. But right. you know, deep down, there's, there's problems. Problems well, for everyday white collar people. Sure, yeah. Like, uh, oh no, I stubbed my toe. <laughs> <laughs> I have or, no idea what break, what broke him. What do you think breaks him? I I think he just lost his job. Yeah, like, I think that's about it. He just lost that his job and got mad. That would be a pretty big thing. And his, you got fired. And I guess his his wife doesn't like him anymore. Right, but that's before the events of the film. Oh really? Okay. Well, he's, he's already so he's yeah, bro. It's building though. That's right. It's all building. it's all culminating and and just what's gonna what's gonna what's gonna you know break what's gonna make him snap you uh-huh. know what's the What's the straw that broke this What's camel's the thing that, back? That makes him fall down. Yeah, because <laughs> um, yeah, like I, I, so yeah, you mentioned like the Woodstock '99, which is is that's like that situation, but this almost feels more like. Like, cause boy, like the early nineties, late eighties, what an ugly time to be around I in know. America. There's like, no way to make everything look good. It's well, it, and this movie already takes like a really ugly, like time in America and like makes it look actively worse. It like everyone is gross. just sweating. There's exhaust fumes everywhere. And, and like, this was a big budget, like blockbuster movie. Was it? I it didn't realize it, was a it made a pretty. I mean, it was like twenty three million. It's pretty oh, big. Yeah. Pretty big back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, then, this is uh, Joel Schumacher. Yeah, exactly. So he put yeah. them Batman nipples on. Yeah, that's did right. He yeah, that was that was Batman. Did he do it yet, or did he do it beforehand? I don't remember. I when. think he might have done it after this one. Okay. Because I remember watching that those movies. <laughs> 
Uh, so that was his breaking point. That's he right. decided to put some nipples on the Batman. He started falling down yeah. after that. So the movie opens with. So here's the thing: we don't know the main character's name. No, at least in my half of the movie. No, you don't know. You don't ever learn his name. In uh, fact, in the credits, his name is Defense. That's his license defense. plate. Yeah, that's what he's. That's what he's named in the movie. Right. So I just refer to him as Douglas because he's played by a guy named Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. And yep. I feel like Douglas would be his name. Like yeah. he looks like he a looks Douglas. like a Douglas. So I'm just gonna refer to him as Douglas. Sure. Um, other than man, uh, but yeah, his license plate says the word defense on it, which is interesting. Why is it interesting, Mike? Well, because it, it this movie is a lot to grapple with, right? Like, does the movie condone his actions, or is the movie sort of showing him and just going like, "This man is a bad person," right? Like, mm-hmm. which which side is the movie taking here? Because uh, so much of the movie is also very subjective and clearly from his perspective. Yeah. So it's like, does that mean the movie is condoning how he's looking at things, or is the movie trying to get? Is it similar to like? taxi driver where it's trying to get you in his mind mm-hmm. and you know and and try to show you like how he sees the world but because here's the thing as a third party observer watching this movie the dude is not on the defense he's not defending himself he's no very clearly on the offense and not only that the movie makes it explicitly well, clear that he has anger issues but the thing about why he's called defense is do you know what his job is right he used to work at uh like he worked doing defense contracts for the country Oh, so he thought he was defending America, baby, in the American oh. way of life. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know what his job was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. No, See, I just that's knew he had cool. a blue, that's a white interesting, job. I thought it was like you already knew that stuff. So, I mean, at the, the way this movie's set up is you got, you know, your main guy wilding out, and right. then you also have two cops that are trying to figure out, like, what's right. going on. So, got... for me, they're revealing information. And I'm just like, oh, this must be stuff Mike already knows, right? No fucking clue. I literally, the movie opens with literally he's in standstill traffic. Uh-huh. And like office space, like office, it kind of reminded me of that. Honestly, I wonder if I was referenced or office space referenced reference because yeah, office space was 99. So yeah. like, yeah, uh, but it's the movie is shot way more different than like office. Office space is more just sort of like procedurally shot. Yeah. Whereas like this is very sort of like it like they're using like wide angle lenses mm-hmm. and there's the movie literally opens up with. Him, the first image is literally Douglas's gritted teeth. Like he is clearly like Ooh. already unhinged. Um, and he's like he's sitting in his car, standstill. He's looking at the, uh, the the passengers next to him. He sees people like yelling on the phone. He sees children in a in a in a bus. He sees an American flag. He sees a Garfield window suction toy. You remember those? Oh yeah, I do remember those. He sees a lady putting on makeup, and it's like there's sweat there's exhaust there's a fly in his car and he like starts to fucking try to hit it so it's clear that like he's already like kind of losing it Mm -hmm. and then finally he's like fuck this i'm out so he gets out of the car in the middle of standstill traffic and just walks off off to the uh, like just leaves Mm -hmm. he just leaves his car okay uh and um he's like i'm going home he says that's what he says to 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 himself to other because people are like what are you where are you going and oh. he just says to random strangers like i'm going home okay so robert duvall who's one of the cops mm-hmm. uh he's also in uh standstill traffic same traffic as uh as as douglas was mm-hmm. and so another- it's clearly takes it takes place in la <laughs> oh yeah very much so oh my god yes absolutely la like yeah, the 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 traffic situation very relatable. It's no La La Land traffic. No, though. not at all. <laughs> well, imagine if imagine if Douglas was in La La Land, right? <laughs> These fucking kids are like jumping on their cars and dancing and singing. There's just Michael Douglas, <laughs> just like in a car going like fucking assholes. Oh, that's great. That's a great <laughs> SNL skit right there. Oh boy, what a great SNL skit! A oh. movie that came out 
five <laughs> years ago and a movie that came out 30 years okay, ago. Okay, listen, if we did it five years ago, it would have been ace. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> ace. People would have loved it. Uh, so... Uh, but, yeah, people would be like, who's that? <laughs> uh, so Robert Duvall's in traffic as well. A cop on a motorcycle comes in to try to move the car out of the like out of the the, the traffic because mm-hmm. now this car has no owner and it's, it's just going to make traffic. the car even worse. And uh, Robert Duvall's like, hey, just want don't you just push the car off to the side of the road? And the the other cop very rudely is like, well, fucking help me then, asshole. And so he does it. And we also learn that Robert Duvall. It's his last day on the job. Oh yeah, classic. One, literally last day before retirement. Man, love he, that. Love that trope. Gotta love you that. You know, trope. I actually haven't seen that trope in a while though. So. We also haven't seen a lot of cop procedural no, like movies in a very long time. Wonder why. Hmm. Uh, so uh, Michael Douglas, he needs change for a payphone because he keeps calling this woman. Don't know who it is. Who could mm-hmm. it be? This woman who's got a kid. Uh, and she has, she's either not there or she's already on the phone. Mm. And there's one point where he actually gets through. She picks up the phone and he doesn't say anything. <sighs> and I'm like, well, that's a fucking weird thing to do. That's a weird thing to do. It's very weird. It's like, and then I, so he calls, she picks up, he doesn't say anything. Then he hangs up and then he's about to call her again. And it, it but he doesn't have enough change. Ah. So he goes into a convenience store to buy a cold, comforting Coca-Cola. And the movie makes it very clear about like this is a brand look how beautiful this brand brings him such joy and comfort oh really yes Hmm, interesting And he puts it on his head he's sweating and then he goes up to pay because the guy who runs the convenience store is like i'm not going to just give you change you have to be a paying customer and then i'll give you change for whatever you get Mm -hmm. he puts the coke on the the coke can on the thing it's like 80 bucks and the guy running the store is like uh all right that's 80 bucks and douglas is like that's the change isn't going to cover the cost of the payphone. Like, I need change. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and rather than, you know, buy something cheaper or... What's it? 80, wait, how's it $80? $80 for a Coke? 80, 80 cents for a Coke. Oh, okay. Apologies. I was very confused. I was Apologies. Like, Almost a dollar. What Coke is this? Okay, Almost a dollar. So it's not enough change. Got not, it. Right. Not enough change for the payphone. Okay. And this <laughs> upsets Douglas mm-hmm. so much. And not only does this upset Douglas, but wouldn't you know it, guy running the uh convenience store he's korean oh and no. he can't speak english very well Uh-oh. well he actually can speak english very well he just has an accent oh and no boy does this upset douglas Uh-oh. and he's just like you come into my country you can't even speak english properly can't even pronounce certain words and then he's he calls him like chinese and the guy's like i'm korean and then he's like you know how much money my government's given korea Ooh. and then and then he's like no how much and douglas is like yeah i, I don't know <laughs> so <laughs> sounds about right this so this is why the movie's so difficult because it's like i can see like white people like racist white people mm-hmm. watching this going like yeah fuck that fucking korean guy but like the movie also like knocks the wind out of his sails the minute he yeah like, anytime he tries to actually bring up a point or or anyone like questions his logic in any way he's yeah. just like well it doesn't fucking matter yeah i know this and it, I, this is my worldview and i'm accepting it and if you don't and you want me to back up my worldview you can fuck right off. Yeah, and not only not only can you fuck right off, I'm gonna fucking hurt you. Yeah. So like he so and so he's like, I'm not gonna leave your I'm not gonna leave your store. What about that? Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, Well then, and he goes to grab a bat, and uh, Douglas grabs the bat from him, rips it away, pushes the guy over, and he's and he says, uh, and and so he no so now he he's holding the bat. Douglas mm-hmm. is holding the bat, and the guy running the store is like, take the money, with meaning take like the money you need for the pay phone right yeah. but douglas hears that and assumes that the uh guy's calling him a thief 
Oh, which okay. is like no. I mean, I guess I could kind of hear that, but I could, sure. I could hear that, but my first instinct was like, obviously, he's just like fucking take the money you need for the payphone, not like steal from me. Yeah. And so he's like, fine. So he's so he's like, I'm not a thief. He says, I am standing up for the rights as a consumer. <laughs> uh oh. And he says, I'm rolling back prices to 1965. America was great back in uh, 1965. Oh yeah, there wasn't. There definitely. What? what? You're talking about the civil rights. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, so then he's like, how much is this? And he starts, and, and the guy's like, oh, it's this amount. And he starts destroying shit. He starts destroying everything in the store. Um, and then uh, finally, uh, he it, one of the things he destroys is an American flag. American flag falls onto the ground. And then he's like, he's like, I'm paying what I want for this soda. And he like gives the money, and then he takes the change he needs and leaves. Mm-hmm. But of course, he had to be, to be a big baby about it. Right. So then he goes to the payphone. He calls again, but the lady, whoever he's calling, is um, tying up the line, so he can't get through. Dang, so yakking all the time. But it's weird that, again, he did get through and still didn't say anything. So it's like there's something weird going on here. So uh, we then meet Duvall. Uh, He has lunch plans with some lady cop. I think uh, we later learned that she was his old partner. Okay. Uh, But now he works behind a desk. Uh, He didn't used to. Um, His wife... Uh, wants him to come home because it's his last day. Why not just take a short day? Yeah. Uh, we also learned that she seems very, like, unwell. Like, his mentally wife? unwell. Yeah, his wife is mean. She, oh, is she mean? She's very mean. Oh, I didn't really like, see mean. She seemed more just, like, sad. Oh, uh, well, maybe maybe my perspective, just because of the time I heard her, she seemed very mean. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, clearly not mentally well. And, and Duval later sort of explains that, like, you know, all she had was her looks, and now those are fading, and now she feels like she's worthless. Mm. So that's why she feels this way. I mean, yeah. that's not really an excuse, you know? No. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, but then the convenience store owner comes to the cops. Mm-hmm. And originally they think it's a robbery, but then as he describes the situation, they're like, so he didn't rob you. He was just assaulting you. Yeah. Which is weird because they're like, you have to go talk to, like, the assault people, not the rob. Because apparently Duval uh, is uh, oversees, like, the robbery division. Oh, that makes it. sense. So he's like, why are you talking to me? Nobody robbed you. Why don't you talk to, uh, you know, the assault people? Like, that's a m- smaller issue than robbery. It's weird. Uh, we also learn that Duval is leaving before... He's retiring early, so he won't get his full pension. Oh. And he's doing this for his wife. His wife is essentially oh, making him do this. Sucks. Can't get his full pension. That pension. What I a pension know. thing. It's I so know. crazy. I know. I you get that whole pension. <laughs> it's wild to get a pension. I know, right? Isn't it amazing what to a, be able to get a time. pension? Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, America used to be, be good back in 1991. 93. <laughs> and 65. Yeah. Uh, so then Douglas tries calling home. Ladies on the phone can't get through. And then some. Only way I can describe this: ethnic thugs, some uh, uh, some gang guys show mm-hmm. up and they start harassing Douglas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also learn that he is uh, Douglas has like a massive hole in his shoe. Okay. Um, that he's just walking around on. Um, so that could add to his stress, I suppose. I don't sure. Know. So the, the the gang members are like, "Look, get out of here. This is in your territory." And Douglas is like, look, man, I get it. I wouldn't want anyone in my backyard either. It's a very nimby way of looking mm-hmm. at things. He starts to relate to them. And they're like, you're going to need a toll to get out of here. Give us whatever is in your briefcase. Give us your briefcase. And then he's like, you want my briefcase? And he grabs his briefcase and he smacks one of the uh, gang members and then hits him with a bat. Oh. Now, the gang member pulled a knife on him. Mm-hmm. So the gang member drops the knife and Douglas grabs the knife and takes it. So hmm. now he's got a knife. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the two gang members run off. They're, one of their arms is possibly broken. And um, they go uh, and uh, they basically like run off and run away. Uh, so then 
Douglas goes to a um, he, he ends up calling his his this lady that he's been trying to call the entire movie. Mm-hmm. We learn that it's his ex-wife. Right. And he says, yep. I'm coming home. Oh, no. And she says, don't come <laughs> Please here. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. Yes. She's like, don't come here. Don't. I don't want you here. And he's like, I'm coming home for my kid's birthday. We don't have any food ready for you. We also learned that he doesn't pay child support. So, like, it's like. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> cool. So he's not, even the good, he's not even a good divorce dad. No. He's, like, just a massive piece of shit. Uh, and so then uh, the gang members find him as he's talking on the, like, payphone. And they pull out guns. And they're about to. They, they perform a drive-by shooting. Uh, but they don't hit him at all. They completely miss him, wow. but they shoot a bunch of innocent people. And would you know it? Douglas doesn't seem to care about them. <laughs> no, doesn't Douglas care doesn't them. care about, you know, actual human pain or anything. No, he's just about his life. Exactly. Oh, America sucks now. So he walks off and finds the, the, so those, those gang members wind up actually getting in a horrible car crash. Uh, and why? Because they were doing the, the drive-by, and, and they I guess they weren't paying driving? attention. They forgot the drive part of the drive-by. I know, and so they, sma- they smash into another driver. And most of them are dead except for one. Douglas goes, takes a bag uh, full of guns that they had in their car, and shoots one of them in the leg. Yeah. And walks off with the... the, 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 the is there a lady in there? There is. A, one of them has a, uh, a girlfriend. Okay. Yes. And she sees all this happen. And later on, she's interviewed by the cops. For yeah. some reason, Robert Duvall is watching this interrogation, even though he's working in robbery. There was no robbery that occurred he, here. He's got some weird vibes coming off of this guy, this, but, this robbery situation. But he, he watches the interrogation. They mention a guy with a bat, and it, it all matches the description of the convenience store owner. So Robert Duvall's like, it's the same guy. Um, and he starts to make a connection. We then cut back to the ex-wife. It's then revealed. This is the most information I have about Douglas. He has anger issues. <laughs> really? <laughs> Hold on. That was a reveal? I was a, well, I mean, up until this point, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe he did lose his job. Doesn't legitimize things, yeah, yeah. but it's just like, you know, how far down is this guy, basically? Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got anger issues according to his wife. Uh, she has a restraining order against him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the cop is like, and, and she, so she calls the cops out of an abundance of caution. And the cops are like, that, ah, that makes sense. And so they start asking like, so, you know, did he ever, so he's got a restraining order against him. Did he ever hurt like your, your kid? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. And he's like, well, did he ever hurt you? And she's like, no. And he's just like, well, then why is there a restraining order? And she's like, well, I didn't want him to hurt me. <laughs> and then he's like, the cop seems very annoyed about the fact that like, she made a restraining order before he could actually do anything. Yeah. Which is like, huh? Very prescient today, yeah. still, I would say. Yeah, very uh, accurate. Like, oh, wait, you don't want him to do something bad? Well, we, we, we gotta we gotta prove it first. We gotta wait for him to actually do something before you can <clears throat> set a restraining order against this guy. I mean, I'm sure, you know, he's just had a bad a couple bad days. Yeah. You know? And it's like, again, like, is the movie trying to make us like sympath like agree with the cop? Because as a third party perspective, I'm like, fuck that guy for trying yeah. to say like, oh, he didn't actually hit you. Why'd you make a restraining order? When like I've been watching this movie, the guy clearly does have anger issues. <clears throat> like I would want a restraining Realistically, order. Realistically, though, cops wouldn't want a restraining order against their own wife if they were in that situation. That is a very good point. Because you know, forty percent of them don't do anything <laughs> to, to them. You know, that's a very good point. Yeah. Uh, so that happens. Uh, some homeless guy comes up to Douglas and is like, hey, give me your briefcase. Uh-huh. And Douglas is holding the briefcase in one hand and the bag of guns in the other. And he's like, OK, and gives him a briefcase. He's given up the briefcase. He's now embraced the fact that he is an agent of violence and chaos. Mm. Um, and he goes into a fast food place. <laughs> the most American. And he's like, hey, I want breakfast. 
And they're like, oh, we don't serve breakfast anymore. Oh, no. And this he's like, Mike really? Relates. This is where Mike relates to. Uh... And he pulls a gun. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing that Mike related to. You're like, oh, now finally I get where Douglas is going I, from. Now I understand. So he pulls a gun on him because they won't serve breakfast anymore. Uh-huh. And then he's like, ah, you motherfuckers, I want breakfast right now. And, of course, it's a very busy, you know, fast food place. And so all the people in there are screaming. He's like, get down. I'm not going to hurt anybody. I just want my breakfast. And then. And he always is very. Or emphasizes a lot that he doesn't want to hurt anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Despite hurting people multiple times. He's been times. hurting people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so then he's like, I don't want to I don't want to hurt you. And then he looked at everybody looking at him and he's like, you know what? I will take lunch. <laughs> so he just did that for nothing. So then he gets the lunch and then he opens the box. He's like, you see, this is what I'm talking about. And he shows off the food that he received. And he's like, this doesn't match the advertising. Uh, yeah. So... He eats his lunch. This I is guess. literally just like it's boomer like ideology <laughs> anger. Sad, bo- yeah, yeah. Sad white people being sad. Seen all this shit on Facebook before. Yep. So uh, as all this is happening, we see Robert Duvall go to a Mexican food place with his old partner, uh, and she's like, "Look, I don't know why you're retiring. I don't know why you're moving to like Havasu. You're gonna hate it there. Why would you? Why would you do all this?" And he's like, "Because I love my wife." And wow, it's almost like there's two opposite people here. One person who loves his wife, even if she is kind of a little odd yeah and then another person has a perfectly normal wife and normal family but he's the one who's bad yeah and the and the one who's good is a cop yeah uh, uh, <laughs> so then but then this lunch gets interrupted with news of a guy that pulled a gun at a fast food restaurant and so the lady has to go investigate um douglas buys a present for his daughter and watches a guy who's protesting as a black guy who's protesting in a bank because he's not economically viable Mm. which to me also is coded as like a racist thing mm-hmm. of like you know you're not we're not going to give you a loan because you're not economically viable and douglas sees this doesn't do a goddamn thing to help doesn't mm. do a goddamn thing to solve this problem whatsoever the cops come and arrest him doesn't do a goddamn thing the to protesting help. guy yeah they arrest the protesting guy douglas doesn't do a damn thing to help the protesting guy whatsoever mm. Yeah, but one guy is very rude about wanting to be on a payphone, and so then Douglas pulls out a gun and <laughs> shoots a payphone. <laughs> All right, but you know that might have um, colored his worldview a little bit. You know? Oh, how so? That might have changed his view. view. Well, later on, he mentions uh, being not economically viable. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. He so he's himself. just stolen the 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 uh, the issues of other people. Yeah, and made it his own like his own his own thing. problem. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, so then he goes into an army supply store. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wait, I think there's one other thing. Oh, cops uh, leave the ex-wife's house thinking that Douglas won't show up. And she's like, I'm nervous about him showing up. And the cops are like, well, why don't you just call your lawyer and have the restraining order happen? It, and then she's like, I'm worried I can't afford it. And so it seems to be constantly the Ill, the ills of the world seems to be money <laughs> seems yeah. to me people don't have enough money to yeah. live seems like all these people are in really shitty situations <laughs> due to consumerism capitalism mm-hmm. and ultimately you know uh these are all like lower class people you know lower class people but she does have a place right by the beach no that is true which i'm like damn <laughs> that is pretty nice. nice how could anyone go berserk when they're literally like feet from the beach well he doesn't live there anymore that's true yeah that's a good point uh maybe that's why he's gone crazy maybe that's why you know after you don't see water for long enough yeah you get used to it you, you lose it but it's just like money seems to keep coming up in this movie and that does never seems to be the actual like like, like Douglas is upset about literally everything, but what's actually causing like the mm-hmm. ills to occur to him, you know? Yeah. Uh, which I think is the end. Like, 
the movie is pointing these things out, but I looking up the reviews on IMDb, a lot of people seem to relate to Douglas. So <laughs> yeah, it, this is definitely one of those movies like Fight Club, maybe yeah. where uh, yeah. people seem to be missing the point <laughs> and i don't think the movie does a great job really of um making a cognizant exactly point. making its point very point. clear yeah, yeah um yeah. and I, so i think a lot of this is one of those movies it's like we're not gonna hammer in our ideology to you and this is why people start hammering in ideology now in movies mm-hmm. is because shit like this is made <laughs> and they're like i don't know that guy's pretty cool and then the fucking people are just tearing their hair out yeah yeah the people yeah. who made this movie being like that's not at all the intention yeah like are you look at because it's like again like i was even like is this is this movie going to make me feel bad for this guy? I never did. No. The entire movie, I'm like, this guy's a fucking asshole, insane person. Yeah. Like, he's a bad guy every mm-hmm. step of the way. He's a bad person. Like, never once am I like... I can empathize with, like, maybe some of the issues he has, but yeah. I also never am like, cool, that justifies you losing your mind and pulling a gun and out And assaulting people. people, you yeah. know? Like, I understand wanting to defend yourself, but, like, particularly the first scene of him going into a convenience store and then, like, getting upset that he has to pay a little bit more for his drink. I mean, the thing is is also he's not doing any action that'll actually change anything for the better right he's but he never said anything, anything like oh i'm gonna fix this by bringing it to the government or anything like that right, he's right, right. just about terrorizing people who are also affected by the same thing he, he is he sees a guy not being able to get a loan he doesn't go into a bank take the money and give it to anybody mm-hmm. you know yeah like, he doesn't do anything to actually no make he's the not actually a vigilante people no yeah. Well, that's the other thing. I see a lot of people comparing this to like Joker, and it's like, yeah, it kind of is like Joker. It's just like a guy going out and like losing his mind, <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> and not doing anything to help yeah, anybody. He's the original you know? Joker, baby. He is. He's the original Joker, baby. Uh, but yeah, so that's basically the end of my half. He goes into a, a army. Oh, he's not an incel. He is. Well, yeah, he does have a kid. He might still. You know, he might be an incel now. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Can you? Can you? Hmm. You can't become incel. a virgin again, but you can become an incel yeah, again. That's right. <laughs> celibacy, yeah, that just means you're not practicing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. You could re be an incel. He's an incel now. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, so he goes in an army supply store. Uh, I don't know why he's gone in there. I don't know what he's buying. He's gone in there looking for boots. Oh, okay. He's tired of his shoes, I guess, having a hole in it. Oh, that makes sense. And so he's he's looking at some biker boots, and he talks to the guy who owns it, who's this bald guy. Mm. And this bald guy is like looking at these boots, and um. <laughs> He says, like, these boots are pretty good. And then he looks up at these two guys who are in the place. And he says, but these boots are for pussies and queers. Oh. And then starts saying other words I will not say <laughs> on, on the stream. That is as far as it gets yeah. uh, of here. Excuse me, podcast. I don't know where I'm on anymore. Um, and he just keeps dropping homophobic stuff to these guys. And mm. the guys are like, I want to work out a fucking fight you now because you're being mean. Mm. And then the gay dudes, uh, two gay dudes are like, we don't need to deal with this. Um, and then the fucking guy pulls out a gun. The army guy no. pulls out a gun on them. Is like, this is my property. You guys can leave. I have a sign the thing that I can refuse the right Sir, to service, service to anyone. anyone. Yeah. And they're like, all right, fine. So they leave. Jesus. And um, yeah. And so the gay guys call a fascist, which I don't know seems appropriate. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and then the homophobic dude's like, hey, man. Mr. Michael Douglas, just want to let you know, like, think about what they do when they're alone. Think about that, man. I can't stop thinking about it. I know. It's like, All I do is think about these guys and what they do alone. Th- that they don't do anywhere else in front of you. <laughs> All I think about is two guys having sex with each other. I can't stop I thinking it. about it. <laughs> it's because they're here that they make me think about it, not yeah. the fact that I just think about it. <laughs> So then we come back to the cops. They're Does Douglas seem upset about that he at all? He just seems confused. He's just like, <laughs> I don't 
Dude, I can't relate to you on this one. <laughs> this is a bridge too far. This is a bridge too far for I'm me. Out. Yeah. Does he get, does he get the boots? Well, we'll get to it. Oh, okay. But first, we got to talk about how the cops are interviewing someone with the guns. Mm. And they're saying, um, you know, this is a white guy and this military person. Has it. I'm still trying to figure out like what's going on in this movie. Mm. Um, so then they're like, okay, well, I'm going to go and check out this supply store because I believe they got a phone call from there or something. Probably the gay guys going That's like, hey, true. this guy sucks. Fucking guy sucks. Yeah, so yeah. they went in there or they might have been tracking like the path that this guy was taking. They are, like, the, uh, Duval has sort of started to notice this guy's going like yeah. in this direction. But, so yeah. the lady cop comes and goes and checks in the supply store while he's there mm-hmm. and the Nazi guy, oh, spoilers. What? Uh, the, Who? Uh, <laughs> the homophobic guy <laughs> oh. uh, locks... Puts him away in like a little place and hides Michael Douglas, like mm. as a good guy. With a ball gag. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And then talks to the cops, like, no, I never saw that guy here. And then he's also like, how come they don't call you police officeresses? Oh, God. He's like, because um, we're just police officers. We don't need to have that name. He's like, well, they do it for actresses. Why don't they do it for cops? Ugh. And she's like, I don't know. Anyway, I'm leaving. Jesus Christ. So he's like, thanks for you your You gotta help. smile more. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> that. So he then goes back, talks to Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas is like, why are you helping me? And he's like, because we're on the same side, ah, you and I. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Check this out. And he's confused. He's like, I got my own private stash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he comes up here and um, he's like, here's my private stash. It's a whole bunch of like, World War II stuff. He's like, check out this gas can. Oh, God. The Germans used to kill a bunch of Jews. <laughs> and just goes full on. Like, he's got Nazi memorabilia everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really bad. And he's just like, oh, okay, well. I just appreciate the war. Yeah. <laughs> just a historian. Using his, the language he used to, uh, was not, uh, definitely showed that he didn't like Jews very much. <laughs> so I don't know about that. Woof. Okay. He's got cool. some gas masks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy, by the way, just splurting out words you can't say anymore. <laughs> all over the and, place. And probably shouldn't have said that either. Probably not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, so. And Douglas is like, hmm. This yeah. is great. So he's <laughs> like, why? How did you know to save me? And he's like, well, I've been listening to the police scanner and I'm proud of you for killing all those black kids. Or like beating him up or something is what he said. Oh. I guess that's what it sounded like. It might have been assaulted, so they probably thought that they were, he was beating up those those quote unquote thugs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, "Yeah, I thought that was cool." So we're on the same side. You're like a vigilante, and he's like, "I'm not a vigilante. I'm the Dude. Joker. I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> I don't have any moral code. I'm just losing it, man." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, "Wait, what? You're not a vigilante?" And he's like, "Yeah, I just want to like leave." And he's like, "Wait, are you gay?" And then the the, the Nazi guy is just like totally turns on him. Oh yeah. Um. He's like now <laughs> you're, you're either go- a vigilante or you're a gay guy. It's basically his philosophy. Wow, cool. Uh. So then he's like, I'm gonna call the cops then and get, get <laughs> you locked call up. The cops. Um. So he gets him like to call a police officers at police officers. <laughs> so then he pins him and he's like, you probably like this, huh? And then he grabs him and pins him against like a um a counter. Mm-hmm. And so his back is behind. Him and then the guy sneaks up behind them in a very sexual position. It's oh. like you probably like this position, huh? You probably like this, and he keeps repeating it. You probably like this. You Ugh. probably like, and it zooms in on his face, and he's like, okay. And then Michael Douglas grabs a knife and stabs him oh. in the chest, and then um, shoots him. This and he is- says, "This is me practicing my freedom of religion," and then shoots him. Practicing my freedom of religion. Yeah, he says this is freedom of religion. I don't understand quite what he meant by that. It's a lot. Okay, but I guess this well, is the. I first- mean, I guess maybe he's Jewish. Oh, maybe. 
So maybe he doesn't like all those uh yeah. those words. Yeah, could have be. been that. That, that. that makes sense. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Uh, this is his first kill. His first person he killed on purpose. Well, you know, he kills a Nazi. That's a good thing, right? Yeah, the first person he kills is a Nazi. So he can't be all bad. He can't be all bad. Yeah. That's what's <laughs> kind of weird about this movie is it's like, he does kill a Nazi, but also Nazis think he's pretty sick shit. I know, so right? So it's like maybe that's bad. <laughs> maybe it's bad that you that the not that the guy who's a straight up Nazi yeah. and extremely homophobic yeah. is like, dude, sick shit, bro. What you're doing is awesome. Also, like pretty minor thing of just going like, look, man, I don't agree with Nazis, and and, and it's just like. Yeah, you don't like Nazis. Like, okay, cool. There's probably other things I don't like about you either. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. But anyways, all right. He first kills a Nazi. Yeah. Um, so so then... Honestly, if the guy wasn't assaulting him, he probably wouldn't have killed him. Oh, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> He's not here to kill people. He's just here to get what he wants. And defend himself. No, actually, what he is here for is he just wants to get to his daughter's birthday. Does he get the the, sh- the shoes, the bo- the boots? I th- well, what he does, is he steals everything from the store. And oh, become, okay. come, dresses up like GI Joe, as everyone calls him. Oh my god! Okay. Um, I mean, it's not really that GI Joe. He just looks right, wearing, but like, he's shirt. he's in a different outfit. Yeah, now. He's a different so outfit. now people will recognize him because everyone's looking for a guy in a white shirt and tie and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So we get a little more backstory about Duval, and he's like, uh, people think i'm a coward mm-hmm. um because i took a desk job but actually it's because my wife didn't want me to do it yeah um it wanted me to be safe and live and so the lady cop's still like i trust you we're gonna keep finding this guy so now they're basically i'm like we're gonna find this case no matter what right the upper people say the upper brass yeah and now um the michael douglas calls his wife and just says i'm on the way to your house and she's like don't come here it's his birth it's her birthday and he's like I'm at the point of no return, baby. <laughs> and she's like, the cops are already here. And he's like, yeah, put them on the line. And then she oh. just hangs up the phone because they're not there. Right. They hmm. left because they don't, they don't listen to ladies. No. They're in danger. Oh, also he says uh, beforehand, he says, in certain South American countries, it's legal to kill your wife if she insults you. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What a great guy. What a cool guy. I really yeah. relate to this guy. I say that every day. <laughs> every day I wake up. Well, it's just a fun fact. <laughs> Probably not a fact. Not very fun. <laughs> <laughs> but to some people, I guess maybe it is. Sure. Uh, it is funny because it's like, again, like, you know, is the movie trying to go like, well, she did get a restraining order and wasn't assaulted by him. So, like, you know, maybe she's bad. And it's I think like, it's more no, like, no, she's, no, she's a she's fucking right. victim. She's in the right yeah, the whole time. she's an absolute victim. So they go, uh, Duvall and the lady go and check out the uh, place where the guy was assaulted again. And yeah. he runs up a freeway wall at the at the Korean store, I guess. Or the guy who, I don't know if it's a Korean store, convenience store, I guess. The convenience store, yeah. I didn't see what it was. And he runs up the freeway and looks at the freeway. And sees a whole bunch of construction being made and sees that, like, oh, okay. So he lost it because he was in traffic. This mm. is the same place I was. Right. And it's starting to put it together. And then he's like, wait a second. That guy has defense on the license plate. And then they realize, like, oh, he started work. He worked. That's a weird name. <laughs> so they don't, they don't quite realize what it's for yet. Mm. Um, they do a little bit later. Right. They learned that he apparently worked for the. Uh huh. The def- so did he lose his job? Uh, well, we'll get to that, but oh, yes, okay. he did. Oh, okay, um, I didn't know that, all right. So he goes... he was looking at classified ads. No, but that I, makes I, sense. I guess I just assumed he didn't like his job, and so he's like, well, I'm going to do something else. Yeah. yeah. Classified ads are usually not the place to go for, like, I'm going to move up in my career. That's you true. Know? It's like a place where they need, like, cheaper just labor. Just immediate, yeah, yeah jobs, like yeah. That. Um, so, uh, <laughs> he then walks up to this construction place, Michael Douglas, and there's a guy there, and... 
he's oh by the way i missed a huge key point the nazi guy was very excited to hook up michael douglas with a bazooka oh he's like this is for you bud for all your all your needs so, so was michael douglas carried around a bazooka So now he has bazooka how do you hide that he's just walking around with a bazooka Pretty much. People just don't care. They're like, whatever. I guess so. Sure. Busy. Yeah, nobody um, wants to ask the guy with the bazooka. Yeah, what do you, hey, what do you got there, bud? <laughs> is that a bazooka? Is that a bazooka, dude? <laughs> I feel like I would call in, though. I'd be like, hey, uh, somebody's walking around with a bazooka. That seems weird. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, uh, he carried a bazooka around. Yeah, so then he sees this guy who's sitting there. He's like, hey, you can't come in here because it's construction on the street. And he's like, I want you to admit there's nothing wrong with the street. All you do is use tax money. You spend it. And I know if you don't reach a certain quota, you won't get it next year. So you just make up projects no. to do things. And he's like, well, I mean, I don't know quite what it's for. I'm pretty sure it's something with sewer. I'm just here to like make sure people don't fall in the hole. Yeah. And he's like, well, I want you to fucking stop it. And so he's like, pulls out the bazooka and he runs. The guy runs away. But he doesn't know how it works. Right. Of course. So he tries to get it to work. But then this little kid shows up and it's like, hey, you got to pull it down here. You got to <laughs> pull it out and it pops up and it gets longer. Um, and then you pull up that for like kind of like your aiming sight. <laughs> he's like, "Thanks, kid. Why? What?" And he's like, "Yeah, this is a cool movie you're shooting here. Where are the cameras?" He's like, "They're they're they're somewhere. Don't worry about it." <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Where'd you learn all this?" He's like, "Oh, TV. Yeah, I learned yeah. about TV. It was fun." <laughs> and then he sh- he shoots the bazooka, and it goes into like the sewer line they're working on, destroys it, and it just goes through, and nothing happens. And I'm like, "Oh, must have been a dud. Hmm, weird." And then. By where the end where the construction is actually happening it explodes oh. and all the stuff blows up and uh, they're like oh it's not a dud and the <laughs> kid's like that's cool I don't think anyone dies but I mean he clearly could have died sure yeah um, and now there's not a guy to tell people there's a giant hole in the ground I know so they're gonna so fall people in. are gonna fall in exactly yeah. um, even though there's cones everywhere but whatever yeah so then they got the cops go to an old lady's house with a dog mm. and it's apparently this guy's mom oh they figured out who his mom. Um, and she likes pour some little animals. Um, he talks. She, he says he worked for a place called Noltec for defense. Mm. Um, and he's like, was there anything weird about him? Anything off? He's like, yeah. His mom's like, sometimes he'd sit through an entire meal without saying anything. <laughs> um, he blames me um, for him and his wife not working out. He was fired a month ago, but he kept going places instead, like going to somewhere. Mm. We didn't know that he was fired. The cops say he was fired a month ago, but. The mom didn't know. So this wasn't even like it happened today. He's just been sitting in traffic like an asshole for no reason. Yeah, but it finally snapped him, bro. He had too many other things going on. Maybe he should have been looking for a job and doing something else. It's so funny. How could he look for a job though? He's in traffic, bro. He's been he's been out of work for a month. I know, man. Was he on his way to an interview? I don't know. I he, guess unemployment didn't come through for him or something. I don't know. It's so annoying because later on, like, there's like a homeless guy and he's just like, "Why don't you get a job?" And I'm like, "Why don't you get a job?" That's fair. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. Anyway, it's almost like they keep the movie keeps pointing out how much of a hypocrite he is. Yeah. Hmm. Um. <clears throat> so Mr. Douglas is now on a golf course. Um. This is the only part I'm like, all right, yeah, let's go. And uh, <laughs> he walks up to these two guys. Who are there? Like this one guy just starts yelling at him. He's like, "Get out of here! You need to get out of here!" Yeah, I'm gonna fucking hit the ball, and he's like, four. And then Michael Douglas pulls out a gun and shoots it in the air and says, five. <laughs> get it? Yeah, I get it. After five, four. Oh, it is. Yeah, I know. Five after four. <laughs> That's a very subtle joke. So, um, he says the guy starts having a heart attack. The other guy runs away because, oh no, he shoots the golf cart. And the mm. golf cart starts rolling down the hill. Mm. And he's like, this this big field here, you rich folks, 
this should be a place for families to hang out and play <laughs> and have a good time, not for you rich people to boss people around, walk around in your golf carts and stuff. And I'm like, okay, all right. All right, all right. All right, all right. Yeah, okay, go, yeah, go. all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm sure, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, you know what, broken clock's right. Every yeah, watch, you're so. right. <laughs> That's right. Twice a day. Exactly. This is the one this is the one time. And yeah. I guess killing a Nazi would be the other time. Yeah, so, there, there you go. go. It's just two this is two uh two times. Two times. <laughs> um let's see. He then escapes the golf course and goes to like a rich person's house mm-hmm. and there's like a family there and he's like he's gonna get upset at them and like maybe assault them or something. Mm-hmm. Um and he's like, no, 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 we're not even the people who work here. We're just like the groundskeepers. Right. We, we just don't live here. We have a relationship. We know someone, the the plastic surgeon guy who works here and owns this like massive mansion. We're just having a barbecue here with our family. He right. lets us do that. And he's like, oh, you're the caretaker? Well, fucking, the cops are out to get me. The cops at this point are closing in a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he like grabs them and is like going to take them hostage. Grabs a little girl. Great. And is like squeezing her hand really hard. And then and their family's scared. And he doesn't realize that he's becoming a monster until he like realizes that he's hurting this little girl. He has a little girl at home. Exactly. And he's like, but he basically just is like, look, um, I'm just a fucking commod. Like, I, you know. Uh, economic, what do you say? Economic, not economically not viable economic, anymore. Economic you know, viable. like you yeah. guys, stuff like that. We're just working for the bigger man. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> and then he kind of monologues himself, like, "I, I you thought I wanted to hurt your family?" And everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah, you're did. fucking pointing guns at hurting my child." Then so. he says, like, uh, he releases the child and is like, "I just want to meet my my wife and daughter. Well, I'll go to sleep in the dark, just like we used to. Oh my god, just like things used to be." And I'm like, "Oh, that guy." That's bad thing to say. This is this man is losing. This bad. This man just wants to kill his family. Now. Yeah, okay. this guy's fucking insane. Okay. Okay. So now, um, uh, oh, so the the wife. This is the part where I'm like, okay, this movie. I know what this movie's about. Uh, <laughs> is talking to a police person. Police person's. She's like, look, he's coming to get me. She's like, you just thread me over the phone. Yeah. It's like, wow, well, you know, people just say stuff like that. People uh. are just upset. You know. So we're gonna go. And she's like, is there anything I can do? And he's like, she's like, well, next time a ballot or a measure comes on the ballot and votes for cutting police cars in half, you say no. Fuck <laughs> you. Exactly. And then she just leaves. Oh, I hate it so much. I, I hate this so much. So then the police find out um, the Nazi, about the Nazi guy getting killed. Yeah. Um, but Michael Douglas is very close now. He's at the ice cream parlor, or what was an ice cream parlor. What is it now? It's now turned into some Southwest place. He's like, I want to buy... A rocking horse for my daughter, mm. but now I could find a walking horse with a Native American on it, and it's weird. I don't like it. Fuck off! Fuck you! <laughs> this motherfucker was just talking about land that wasn't that shouldn't be owned by rich people, and now he's upset that he's seeing Native Americans on shit. Fuck him! Yeah, I hate him so Turns much. Turns out, wow, wild, huh? Ugh. But this is literally like right in front of her house, so yeah. she gets this call from him explaining like you, we, you know, they turned our ice cream parlor into a Southwest place. Um, oh, fuck you! And so. They leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she basically escapes while Michael Douglas runs into the house mm-hmm. uh, with the kid. And um, the cops are like, where is the wife? And they figure out where the wife lives. And they're like, okay, we're going to go there now. And they're like, well, it's in Venice. And it's like, well, her wife is Italian, so where else will Italians go to? And I'm like, that's a weird thing to say. What the fuck is that? I don't know what that <laughs> means. I just, what? I guess Venice. Venice in Italy? I guess. Is weird. <laughs> well, that, well, there you go. Now we have the answer. I guess so. <laughs> so weird. Um, uh, so 
Duval's wife calls um, Duval calls Duval yeah. and is being really mean. And he's just like, you need to come here now. And he's like, look, there's something really important I have to do to take care of at work. Like, this is life or death. She's like, yeah, come home now. He's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. Make dinner for me when I come home. And she's like, oh my God, you don't have to bite my head off. Oh, God. I know. I'm like, I don't know what that movie means about this part, but okay. <laughs> I thought it was maybe just like he doesn't want his wife to walk hell over him, I guess. I'm like, just hang up the phone. Don't pick it up. I guess he's just like, he's making so many compromises with him, her, and now he's like finally standing up for himself about like what he wants. Yeah, which is fine, but there's other ways to do it. There's other ways to do it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so now the retirement party, he's like going to leave and then a retirement party happens mm-hmm. and like a fucking, there's like a stripper that appears. And uh, I'm like, she it, thought there was going to be a stripper there and she was very nervous about that. Really? Well, yeah. there was one, yeah. which is very weird. I can't imagine going to a retirement party and having a stripper show up. I'm sure that had must happen, especially back in the day. I bet that oh happened. I don't like it. That's wild. Sure, yeah. Can't imagine that. <laughs> um, It'd be very weird. And he's like, yeah. I got to go. And he's like, whoa, what do you got to, you got to leave because you're afraid of women? And the other guy says, well, yeah. Have you seen his wife? He's like, "What did you say?" Damn. What did you say? Damn. And then he's like, "Yeah, you know." And then he just punches him <laughs> into the cake and leaves. Wow. Also, they couldn't fit his name on the cake because it's too long. It's a very long name. I can't remember what it is. I think but... it's called like Stottle. I want to say Stottlemyre, but I think that's the cop from Monk. Needlemyre, I think. And that's Needlemyre from Monk. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's something similar to that. Yeah, anyway, yeah. um, so we cut back to Douglas. He's watching a home video about um all these happy memories he had mm-hmm. but turns out all those memories aren't super happy because there's a video of him like hey kid do you want to go on this horse and the kid's screaming mm-hmm. he's like get on the fucking horse he doesn't say fucking but you know he's basically like he's very get angry. on there very aggressively telling yeah. her to get on the horse mm. and she does not seem to like it and it's very sad because the wife is like don't do that don't put him on the ho- don't put her on the horse she doesn't want to be on the horse yeah yeah but the thing he takes out of it is that oh the pier is her favorite place because they go to the pier later yeah the pier is across the place so then he's like oh i should go i should go do that but first the police arrive and the lady goes in and she gets shot she gets shot in the tummy but she's fine thank god um and then he runs to the the peach the venice beach pier Mm -hmm. to find his wife and uh duval follows Mm -hmm. um and he finds the wife and he's like, I missed you. And the girl, girl's excited to see her dad. Right. Um, and she's like, ah, he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, well, you know, we're still, ma- uh, you're my wife. And he's like, we're not married anymore. And she's like, don't you remember? Till death do us part. Oh, my God. And then he pulls out a gun. And all the people everywhere are on the pier freak out and they run. Yeah. Um, and he then talks to his child. He's like, you've gotten so big. And she mom, put the gun in his hand? Pretty much. Yeah. No, she just, she just has the, he just has the gun. Oh, yeah. And then the mom's like, you need help. You're sick. He's like, you know what's sick? This, if you walked around outside, <laughs> the outside is sick. You got what you fucking deserve. Yeah. <laughs> and then the cop man's there and interrupts. He goes, yeah, this place uh, sucks. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this place sucks. Yeah. He's like, who the hell are you? He's like, I used to be able to fish here off this pier. Mm-hmm. But now they say it's poisonous and I can't go there. Um, But, you know, uh, I used to have a family too. And then my daughter died. She, she, my wife, um, yeah. Like sacrificed her body, her nice figure to have a kid for me, and um, now she doesn't have that anymore. And my daughter had infant death syndrome at two years old. Yeah, that sucks. And he's just the guy. Just, Douglas doesn't care. He's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, 
well, you have a nice time with your daughter. Oh, wow. Douglas doesn't care about other people's misery and pain. Wow. And then he gives gives her him a, or his daughter like a popcorn, Duval does, and starts walking away and like looks at the wife a little bit. And then Douglas is like, oh, here, here's your popcorn. And starts giving him, but puts the gun down. And then the wife kicks the gun away and runs away. Hell yeah. And she runs, and then the cop, Duval, pulls out the gun. Um... Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the police officer's like, so I know the type of guys like you, Duval says, you're the bad guy. You're going to kill your family. He's like, me? I'm not going to kill my family. I'm the bad guy? I can't believe it happened like this where I'm the bad guy. Uh-huh. He's Always like, the white guy's the bad guy. I know. I'm just an honest I'm just trying to go to American. my not job or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Crazy person. So then he he's like, well, cop. And Duval already has the gun drawn on him. He's like, you want to draw? I got a gun, in, still a gun in my pocket. He's like, don't do this, dude. Don't you want to see your daughter grow up? And he's like, behind bars? I don't care about that. I'm at least going to get something out of this. Um, he doesn't have a gun in his pocket. I think he's trying to die. So then he pulls, so there's like three, two, one. He pulls out a gun and Duval shoots him. And Oh, it's a also, water gun. It's, a water it's gun. the water gun that the kid had earlier. It's a water gun. He yes, shoots him. That's right. And he gets... Right before he falls in the water, he just munders, I would have got you, and falls in the water, because he does, he does get water all wet. Yeah. Um, and then they, they go back to the kid's place, or the place at home, and they're like, should I tell my daughter that her dad's dead? It's like, it's her birthday party. Let her just do her birthday, yeah. says the cop. Yeah. Um, well, she's going to ask, like, hey, I thought dad was here. Where is he? <laughs> she doesn't care. she got presents. Yeah, she's like four true. or five. She doesn't care. That's fair, yeah. Um, and then and she yeah. sees like Rocky Horse and she's like, why is there a Native American on this <laughs> oh, thing? Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, the camera pans inside the house and there's still the video tapes playing, the home videos of them being a happy family. Mm. And then the movie ends. Fades. Ooh, wow. Fades to black, baby. Sweet. And that's the movie. And that's the movie. That's falling down. What a complicated little film. <sighs> in some ways. <laughs> yeah. In some ways, it's it's hard to tell, even as someone who, I think I see what the message the movie's going for. Right. You can easily see how... Many people could misinterpret it, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, because it's it's conceding a lot of like good points, right? Right. Like it's like, oh well, yeah, Nazis will hear what he's saying and be like, cool, but he doesn't like Nazis, you right? Know? And then other people who are also terrible but not Nazis will be like, well, I'm not a Nazi, mm-hmm. and this guy killed a Nazi. Ergo, Ergo I agree with I'm what okay. He has to say. Yeah, yeah, he's okay, right? Which is kind of a weird. But twist. it's also like, yeah, maybe the only person he killed was a Nazi, but like his wife is gonna probably he need did also therapy. Shoot that one lady. Oh, he shot the yeah, he shot the cop. Shot the cop. Uh, he shot you know, and he also like put a lot of people like you know like the fucking convenience store owner. That guy's dead. Gave a guy a heart attack, threatened him. Yeah, like a lot of people are dead, but they are like in pain, have to go to therapy, have mental, yeah, traumatized. Like just be like that doesn't mean he's a good guy just because the one person he killed was a Nazi. The movie's called Falling Down. Yeah, it's not <laughs> called like cool shit. <laughs> Cool Imagine. shit to do when you're white and broken. The movie called <laughs> it's called Cool Shit. <laughs> Guys want to watch a movie called Cool Shit? Yeah, man. I watched the first half of Cool Shit. <laughs> Michael Douglas. Yeah, right. So it's like, yeah, I think the movie is like definitely being a little bit critical of him, but like, I don't know that light at the end where he's like, "How am I the bad guy?" It's like you've been the bad guy this whole fucking. You were bad but, before but the, the movie he, started. He, the protagonist, doesn't understand it. Right. right? Like right. in anyone's perspective, he's the 
protagonist of this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the movie of his life. Is he's the protagonist, basically, right? Like, right. I imagine him thinking he's in the movie the whole time and getting right. away with everything. Um, but it's hard to have that perspective and clarity on mm-hmm. yourself when you are the star of the movie, right? Because right. the star of the movie sure. is always the good guy. Sure, sure, right? sure. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. never any movie about an anti-hero or anything, <laughs> or even a person that's just straight up bad. Right, exactly. And like, I feel like audiences and this character sometimes can't grapple with it. Mm-hmm. Grapple with any sort of movie that shows nuance and follows maybe a bad character or someone who sucks. Right, exactly. And also makes it complicated, where yeah. it's like... Yeah, like, you know, sure, he has, like, a wife and kid, and sure, he lost his job, and, you know, sure, the only person that he ends up killing is a Nazi, but, like, that doesn't make him, like, commendable or, I mean, like, he still beats up people who are, you know, minorities. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Um, or, yeah. For, like, I mean, yeah, like, he beat up the, th- like, the, 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 the gang members because they were, like, harassing him, but, yeah. like, he also beats up, like, a convenience store owner because... The guy wants money from him for a product he was trying to buy, you know? Like, yeah, he's not a good guy. (laughs) These are just, like... But it does show that, like, these little minor inconveniences, like, add up to making perhaps a base of people fueled and angry yeah, um, enough to, I don't know, elect someone who's also off the rails? (laughs) (laughs) Well, right. uh, Right. It, it, It makes people... It's like, I feel like this, too. And this guy, yeah. I relate to him, right? But it's also like, I think, that's the other thing, right? It's like Duvall has also had an awful, terrible life. Yeah. And he's not, you know, well, he's a cop, so he's probably also <laughs> doing bad things. He's, but he's, it is like, he's movie good cop, Yeah, though, exactly, right? right? Like, like, he's like, not a bad guy. Right. So it's, yeah, so it's like, I think that's also what the movie, like, the movie makes an effort to show, like, oh, his life was also terrible. He doesn't have a great- He doesn't get anything he wants, either. He's doing everything his wife's doing, you know? Yeah, he doesn't have a great marriage and all this other stuff. And, like, he's, yeah, but it's like, that, you know, like, just because he's had a bad life doesn't give him the reasons for doing the things he did, basically, you know? Um, Yeah, so, yeah, I, I like it. I think, but I don't think I like it for the same reasons other people might like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, yeah, I'm weirdly mixed on this movie because I, yeah. I did enjoy it. I think it's pretty well shot. I think yeah. it's got a good oh, pacing to it. Very well shot film. It's very cool looking. Um, I really like the movie. I, it's got some great pacing. I was never really bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Douglas is a very good actor. Yeah, he, Michael he Douglas. kills it. Yeah, he's he definitely good. has a lot of nuance in a character that clearly has bullshit going on inside his head. Right, yeah. Um. So, I mean, I think that was all good. It's just the message of the movie, I think, is just a little muddy. Yeah, I think it's definitely. just a little, little too muddy for my taste. And maybe that's just because of the age. I mean, even at the time, it sounded like it was kind of muddy. Yeah, a lot of people, like, I know there was a lot of, like, uh, like, like there's a lot of minorities who also came out against this movie because of how they were represented or how the main character, like, treated them. And that's the other thing I want to say. It's like, if somebody were to tell me, like, what's your favorite movie? And they're, like, falling down. I'm like, why? Yeah, you like, gotta ask them why. <laughs> what about the movie appeal to you? So it's like if like people watch this movie who aren't like fucking like white guys or straight men or whatever, and they're like you know they're like I don't like this movie. It makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm like fucking understandable. Yeah. You know, like you know, if a woman watches this movie and they're like, I don't really like this movie. It makes me feel. It doesn't make me feel good. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't think understand it makes me feel that. good either. To be yeah, fair, I don't feel but, good yeah. about it either. Right. Uh, but it's just like, yeah, like that. I think the movie's meant to evoke that, and it's weird when people glorify it, that sort of thing. I mean, yeah. 
even like I feel even Joker. Yeah, I felt like it was a little more on the nose about like this guy's bad. Yeah, he's a bad guy. This yeah. guy's bad than this movie. This movie's a little even more harder to parse. Right, right, right. Unless the Joker killed a Nazi, that'd make a lot of difference. I don't, don't remember. I, I mean, don't, well, I'm sure he killed some. He did. Didn't he kill like another? He he does kill gang like members. Yeah, and yeah. he kills like bad, bad, quote unquote, bad people. Yeah, in quotes. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. So it's like I don't know. Uh, but also in Joker, he lives and gets away with it. It's true. He doesn't. He doesn't end up uh, dying or killing himself via. Well, cop, that's because so. you know at this point, falling down set the seeds so that those people can prosper and live. That's right. That's right. The My, Joker's in the Douglas world. gave his life so the <laughs> Joker's could survive. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I I enjoyed it. I I really did like how it was shot. I think you know Schumacher fucking puts everything in this movie. It kind of reminded me of a better film, uh, Do the Right Thing. Like everything just feels mm-hmm. like like the, the the way it's like shot, the way it's edited, like everything is like has such energy to it, and you can yeah. really feel like the heat like permeate permeating. Mm-hmm. Also, kind of reminded me of um, uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, well. it did remind me a lot of Die Hard with a Vengeance. Uh, so it's like those movies. Like I would rather watch those movies to be honest, though. To be fair, <laughs> like, yes. If you want a movie that grapples with That's the a- evils of the world and racism. Those are better. Maybe watch, yeah. Maybe watch a uh, uh, do the right thing. I'd I'd recommend that one. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing is I think this movie just doesn't like. It's interesting to see this ahead, kind of ahead of its time yeah. in some ways. Yeah, where it's like a take on like, oh, I don't know, the people that the right wing worship mm-hmm. a lot, or yeah. you know, or also scared of, etc. Right, right, right. Um, I think that's interesting and fascinating that this came out beforehand. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. being said, kind of icky to watch nowadays. I totally agree with you. And like, I'm, I'm. That's the other thing is like if Schumacher or the writer went on like if they were like this movie is about how funko minorities suck and it's hard <laughs> for a white guy I'd be like I'm willing to drop this movie like a hot potato yeah. I misread it and I was wrong yeah <laughs> you know like fine I don't I I'm willing to drop it mm-hmm. um but I I do think that there's enough written in there and I I kind of read a little bit about what the writer was thought about the movie and he's like basically Duval and Douglas are uh, people who have grown up in a certain society and they're seeing society change around them and they realize it's either you die or you fight for like what mm-hmm. you feel. And it's like, yeah, like I see that. I understand that that's kind of what the movie is, but I'm also not sure whether the movie falls on the side of you should fight for it, you know? Um, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that's fair. I still think it's kind of more, I think it's indict an indictment of it. I think so too. But it, again, I don't, I'd hope so. It's, it's the fact that we're grappling with it. Yeah. Makes it seem like some people could some watch people it. could easily not. And yeah, yeah. Like, like, oh, Doug's guy's pretty fucking he's cool. Got some points, you know. America is changing, <laughs> and not all of it's good. You know what I like to see? I like to see all the bad parts. I don't like seeing the good progress or yeah. anything like that. No, I like to see all the bad parts, like yeah. the fact that my Coca Cola is eighty cents and I can't get change off of it. <laughs> I don't like how you know corporations are making the world worse. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like how golf courses are there. Yeah, that exactly. Exist. I, I mean, I can relate to both those things. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but yeah, I yeah, I, I'm willing to say it's very good. There's moments in that I really enjoy um, yeah yeah I, I i did this I, is a very interesting watch yeah uh thanks again thomas for recommending this movie if if you guys want to check out uh, thomas's podcast uh almost plausible uh i would highly recommend checking it out uh and if you want to listen to our podcast uh, previous episodes you can find them on any podcatching app and while you're there please leave a five-star rating and review we will read the show no matter what it says uh even if it causes us to lose our minds oh bro snap break. snap you know what Apple Pod- Spotify came into the place yeah, yeah, and took right. over podcasts with the big money that they have. <laughs> yeah. They ruined it. It used to be Apple. 
but now it's Spotify. <laughs> and now I'm seeing four-star ratings. I'm losing oh, I it. I can't believe it. Who would give us four-star ratings? <laughs> uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us. At, uh, you can email us at email at podcast.com. We also uh, are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, and, yeah, that's that's basically it, I think. I think that's the show, folks. Yeah, so... Uh, so what what's something that really fucking like minor thing that really fucking pisses Ooh, you off? Ooh, like a yeah. minor gripe? Yeah, minor gripe on things. Oh boy. Yeah. Like, usually the thing is, is I usually try to put those out of my mind until until I've uh, gotten to them. But honestly, traffic, standstill traffic on surface streets, fucking sucks. Worst. Hate it. Worst. Absolutely hate it. It's like, it's like, dude, on a freeway, it's like I understand because mm-hmm. it's a lot of people accident. going very quickly. But when it's on like a side street oh no you know what it is it's mm. definitely when there's an accident on the other side of the freeway oh and it affects and affects cars because people are slowing down people to look are slowing at down it. to look at it totally that agree. pisses me off i you know that's very good america though you know america it's all america's fault. it's all it's all you know it's whose fault humans. it is it's yeah it, well and, and you know whose fault it definitely is is minorities and oh, women yeah, for sure. <laughs> definitely what about you i hate it i hate it but i'm tying my shoes and my shoelaces break I've never had that You've happen. Never had that happen. How tight are you tying your shoes, dude? I well, I tie my shoes. I don't know. It's happened a lot though. Back a in the day, a lot, a lot. Back. In I don't the day. think I've ever had my shoe laces break on me. Ever? I don't think so. Wow, you're a lucky. I think man. I've had to replace my shoelaces once, and that was because they were dirty. Oh my god. I don't think I've ever. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. Dress shoes. I wear a lot of dress shoes. Maybe that's why. Dress shoes. I could see them breaking. Because dress shoelaces are a lot more brittle. That's true. Yeah. I could see that. Okay. But yeah, I and hate you guys tie those tight because they usually give you like barely any exactly room. So okay. when you tie them tight, they're very brittle. So then I'm putting on my dress shoes, which if you're putting on dress shoes, you're usually in a rush somewhere, like a wedding or whatever. It's true, you know, an event. And I'm in a rush, and then all of a sudden my fucking shoelaces break, and it's like, well, damn it, I don't want to relace these. I don't even know if I have other laces. I don't know if I have other dress shoes that'll match what I'm wearing. I gotta get a gun and I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna up go somewhere. to CVS and I'm gonna yeah. see if I can find some replacements. Oh no, they're all the geriatric kind. I'm so upset. I have to go to the Nordstrom <laughs> down the street. Yeah. The Nordstrom's closed because it's a holiday. Ah! <laughs> but the CVS was open for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>